Welcome to the Tiproxy Method, creating confident learners. The Tiproxy Method uses a unique combination of breath work, brain body work, gratitude, and a clay-based program to affect the neuroplasticity of the brain in students. To help strengthen their mind-body connection, help them develop a growth mindset, and most importantly, trust and confidence in themselves. Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Tiproxy Method, creating confident learners. I'm Tani Tiproxy. So today we're going to talk about two really concrete tools for the kids who easily get distracted or kind of seem to daydream or do tend to transpose um, both letters and numbers. And even if this tool seems a little bit more out there for these kids who think slightly differently, who think in pictures and 3D, this really helps them laser in. The two tools are called laser focus and energy dials. So be sure to stay tuned. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. One way to support the Creating Confident Learners podcast is to leave a five-star review and written review anywhere you listen to it. Thanks so much, and let's get started. Be sure to sign up for the foundation course. This course is here to support you, both parents and educators. It teaches the exact foundational tools I have used with students to increase focus, ease anxiety, and help raise confidence and self-esteem so that they can succeed in all areas of their lives, including academics. It's made into bite-sized digestible pieces to help you apply these tools right away. In the previous episode, Focus Versus Awareness, I talked a little bit about this and giving kids and students the idea of laser focus and what this means and feels in their body and why it's important to you. So for kids with learning differences, these tools make sense to them like that. But for us who maybe think slightly different or more traditionally, they might seem a little bit more imaginary or out there, but it is still a concrete tool that they can use to get super focused, laser focus, and monitor their own energy. So kids who are super distracted, very visual, the ones who tend to daydream, the ones who transpose numbers and letters, like this is a tool to get mind and body in one place in a way that's kid-friendly so that they can focus and retain information a little bit better. So laser focus is especially important for the kids who struggle with reading letters, words, mixing them up, such as saw and was, left and fell. I often see A and I as well. The letters, they're not capturing them correctly in the right order. They're not capturing it with full focus. And so, um, and, and also there is stuff about not having a picture for these words specifically, but they're the, the, what the mind is seeing and what the eyes are seeing is not quite um, in sync. And so laser focus is a way to help those type of children. They're moving the letters about and misreading them. And this is intuitive. It's so quick that they don't even recognize that they're that they're doing it, right? Saw and was have the exact same letters. The only difference between those two words is the left to right spelling, right? Saw, S-A-W, and was, W-A-S. They're backwards of their mirrors of each other. And this also helps with kids who tend to transpose numbers when carrying, right? The ones instead of carrying 12, they carry the two instead of the one in math activities. So I 
remind especially these type of kids to embody laser focus when they're doing these type of activities. The brain work of tracking, spelling, reading, sweep reading, carrying numbers until it eventually becomes natural and embodied and they don't have to teach themselves to be focused. And what I mean here with laser focus is the mind's eye is seeing or whatever they're thinking about as well. It doesn't have to be visual. It's a feeling too, is actually seeing what the eyes are seeing. They're fully, fully present. And some kids get it. Sometimes it's just a feeling and imagination, but it's the idea of bringing the eye, the mind's eye or what you see in your imagination or when you're daydreaming, bringing it to the attention of what your eyes are actually seeing in the moment. And sometimes you can tell kids to draw it right behind the back of their head and they see. Sometimes you can just tell them as simply as your mind has to see what your eyes are seeing for the task at hand. And they get it. And even for us who it feels kind of, you know, out there, the ones who process differently, they need different tools sometimes, but also just that embodiment. If you are fully present, your mind and your body and your eyes, what you're seeing through your physical eyes are together, then you're less likely to make mistakes. So it does make sense as well. And then again, finding a way that it works best for them. So this is not necessarily something hard for them to do, but it allows them to line up. And so it's even just without talking about the mind's eye, which can feel a little bit more out there, this laser focus, your whole body, you are present with what you're reading, what you're working on. When I do meet a student for the first time in the first session, I'll teach them about laser focus just to help them find a way to be fully present as well as an energy dial. And energy dial is again, a concrete tool so that kids can become aware of how they are feeling and being in a moment. So it's just as simple as having a dial that just looks like a kitchen dial or an odometer from one to 10 and place it somewhere as long as it's not in front of their faces. And again, this is part imagination, but it's linked to their energy. And so if they dial up their number all the way to say a 10, you can talk about feeling jittery or having more energy or maybe even feeling a little cold and then dial it down to a one or two and maybe they start to feel sleepy or more tired or more relaxed. And then I always bring them back to the middle of a five or so, so that they can know the feeling of being both present and also not super jittery to be focused for academics. So for tutoring and school, and whenever we're trying to really retain information, we have to be somewhere balanced, somewhere in the middle. And so this is just a concrete tool that kids can use to, you know, dial up their energy. And I just use this in the beginning. I'll check in once in a while. But if a kid is really low energy, I'll be like, hey, can you dial up your energy? Can you dial up so that you have enough energy to focus on the task at hand? Or if they're too hyper or too wiggly, it's like, hey, can you bring it down so you're a little bit more calm? And so they get it. Again, sometimes these things feel out there and some of it's imagination, some of it's feeling in the body. But It's another tool like you can move your energy dial up or down if you need it in that moment. And we play with that. And then we'll usually play with the discussion of like, what's a good number for different things. So, you know, if you're going to bed and brushing your teeth, what would be a good number? And usually kids say about a one, a two or three. Again, it's their energy. It's their tool. So there's no real right or wrong answer, but there's ones that are within you know, a gradient of what makes sense. So if they're out playing with their dog or sports or recess, that might be higher, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, depending on the kid. And then we always come back to what we need in the classroom or homework or school, somewhere in the middle, somewhere balanced at five. I always say 
four to five range, but it doesn't even really matter the number so much. It's like, hey, you're low energy, dial yourself up a little bit. Oh, you're kind of high energy, let's dial it down a little bit. And this is in my foundation course and I add video to this so you can kind of see what I'm talking about and some visuals as well. But this, the other thing I love about an energy dial is we can talk about matching the environment or matching people around. So I usually role play with kids too when I introduce this and I go, hey, let's say you're at like a five, you know, you're just hanging out doing your schoolwork or just, you know, watching a movie and I come in and I'm at a 10 and I'm just kind of bouncing off walls and yelling and playing or whatever I'm doing. And I ask them, well, how would that feel if you're at a five and at a 10? And usually I get a funny look from them. They're like, oh, we're not the same place. So it gives the kids who are kind of not aware of their surroundings, a tool to eventually be aware of the people and situation around them. And then they have control of, do I need more or less energy to match what's going on? And I just use this in the beginning until I see a kid focus and settle into routine and, and be balanced and focused both with what they're seeing. So they're not rushing through material with a laser focus, mind's eye, eyes, body, all present at what they're doing, as well as the energy dial. And then if I see that, hey, they need it more. For the kids who are dyslexic or right-brained or visual and do tend to transpose words and letters and so forth, I will remind them when I'm doing exercises like tracking or reading or spelling. Um, and then kids with math, if they have more of that dyscalculia stuff and they're tra- mistransposing um, what they're carrying, some of that's knowledge-based. Some of that is COVID-based. I've, I've actually seen that happen more frequently with kids post-COVID than I ever saw before. Um, so maybe that's just knowledge-based, but it also helps them be focused and, and think about what they're carrying when they're doing things like borrowing or adding numbers or multiplying multiple digit, the process of multiple digit multiplication. But it's really about giving kids tools that they need. I have a funny story that I have referenced a few times with one of my middle schoolers years ago where I gave her an energy dial for the first time and we played around with it. And like when she figured out what it did and that it could like she was in charge of either bringing her energy up or down, she literally was like, boop, I don't want it because it there is a level of responsibility that comes when you are in charge of your own self, when you're in charge of bringing yourself into focus, aka laser focus, when you are in charge of how much energy or not and how present you are. Both both those tools allow kids to be embodied and present. And then once they have it, it becomes second nature and that's not something that they need to go to. But we're trying to give kids as many tools as they need in their toolbox so that they can pull what's necessary for them to be successful in school and academics. And they can critically think and process for themselves and be self-directed and focused for themselves. And again, the confidence is I have the tools, I have the skills, I've been scaffolded, scaffolding has been shown to me, I know about how I process, and then I apply, whether it's the tools, the skills, the process that I know works for me to whatever academic challenge is at hand. And of course, that's going to go outside of academics, right? If I have the tools or what's necessary in the classroom, outside the classroom, I'm going to use the right thing. And so these two tools are concrete for them. They sometimes may seem to us as more imaginary, but even if it's imagining feeling focused, right? 
what I'm seeing with my mind is what I'm seeing with my eyes and I'm fully here working on the task at hand or I am finding the right level of energy for what I'm doing in school, particularly. Is it too high? Is it too low? Or is it just right? That becomes embodied. And then again, for the visual learners, when they are not fully present, that's where the mixing up of, you know, words like saw and was comes from. I do have a free reading assessment video. It's about eight minutes long. And I go through the process of identifying trigger words that they tend to mix up, but laser focus and energy dials helps with this as well. So if you're interested in the reading assessment, you can go to pages.tawnytutors.com forward slash newsletter. And when you sign up, it will arrive in your inbox. So again, with these two tools, I love them. They're concrete to kids. As adults, sometimes they don't feel concrete, but if you can just sit with yourself right now and see if you draw whatever you're thinking about to what you're actually seeing with your physical eyes, do you feel more laser focused? Do you feel more present? And that's the feeling of focus in academics or, you know, doing one task at a time. Our society tends to glorify multitasking, but where some of these mistakes come is because kids are not fully, fully present. And then if we try with the energy dial, Placing an energy dial somewhere around you. Mine happens to live by the right side of my shoulder, by my head, right by my right ear. And if I dial my energy up to an 8, 9, 10, I feel more energized. If I dial it down, and again, I'm imagining to I'm playing with this, oh, down to a 1 or 2, I can feel a little bit more sleepy or grounded, which is a good feeling to have as well. It's not that I'm sleepy. And then if I bring it right to the middle, hey, a five and a half, a six, somewhere in there, I feel really, really balanced internally. So we're giving kids tools so that they can manage themselves and make themselves be focused when they need to be focused and use these things at their disposal so that they have these tools in their toolbox to pull from. Be sure to sign up for the foundation course. This course is here to support you. It teaches the exact foundational tools I have used with students to ease anxiety and help raise confidence and self-esteem so that they can succeed in all areas of their lives, including academics. It's available as a one-time purchase or as an ongoing monthly subscription with extra group support and monthly live stream. Be sure to sign up for the newsletter to stay in contact. Keep up with the Creating Confident Learners community on Instagram and Facebook at Creating Confident Learners. Have a blessed day and aloha.